0: It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chung. Welcome to episode number three of the More Than Medicine Podcast. Today's episode is on the topic of movement, which encapsulates all types of movement, including formal exercise. I'd like to just start this podcast by making sure that everyone knows that this is all for educational purposes and that everyone's health is unique. And I'd encourage you to speak to your GP or your other health practitioners before you take on any of the advice that I provide today. So last podcast, we talked about nutrition and I hope you picked up a few points um, that you might be able to take into your day-to-day life from that. Before we go into today's topic a little bit further, I'd just like to go over the four principles that I discussed in my first episode. Firstly, nutrition, which we talked about last week, but essentially relates to the things that you eat and drink, and also the psychology behind why we make the choices that we do. Today's topic is movement. Movement relates to how we move our body throughout the day, and also any formal activities we take that involve movement. The third topic is mindset. Mindset relates to the psychology behind our decisions and also the way that we perceive the world. And finally, motivation. Motivation underlies all of the choices we make throughout our day, and we will discuss this at a later time. So before I go into movement, I'd like to share, I guess, an observation that I've found over the few years that I've been practicing. I always find it fascinating to see the range of patients that present to my clinic every day but also the range of health that I see day to day and this expands across all ages and backgrounds but I'm always interested in those who are in the later stages of their lives often in their 70s and 80s but are still doing really well from a health point of view They're full of energy, they are on minimal, if any, medications, and they often have really fulfilling lives, even at the later ages that, you know, you'd expect people not to be doing much with their lives anymore. And the one thing that I found common amongst all of these patients of mine who are often in their 80s, even in their 90s, is that they do some form of movement every day. And it's not just that they've been doing it since they've gotten to this age, but it's something that's part of their routine and something that they really enjoy. These are people who, for example, are farmers and it's been part of their job. These are also people who, from a young age, started to go to the gym or do some sort of running. And it's these people who have maintained a regular practice of some sort of movement that often really benefit from it down the track. So the benefits of exercise or movement are really well known. Uh, I think I don't need to bore everyone with you know the benefits for your heart health, um, weight reduction obviously, muscle bone density and, and importantly mental health as well. We all know that we all should be doing some form of exercise and most people can even tell you that they should be doing 30 minutes of exercise five times a week of moderate intensity. You know, these are the things that are drilled into us through med school and through our training as general practitioners. What's more important is why don't people do it? Why don't more people incorporate some of this into their day-to-day activity? And the most common barrier that people say is they don't have time. And before we balk and say, well, you know, you're doing other stuff throughout the day. Why don't you have time? We have to accept that when people say we don't have time, it's more that they don't recognize that they believe some sort of movement or or exercise is going to give them more value than the other things that they do throughout the day. And a lot of the time it's also because the whole idea of doing some form of exercise or movement uh, is just Sounds exhausting. It sounds painful sometimes and you know, it can be very hard So my focus when I'm trying to get someone to do some form of exercise or movement is to make it as easy and enjoyable as possible Basically start small I'll often tell people I don't care how much you do, it's more that you did do something, even for a minute. And so that could be something like walking to the end of the street and then back. It could be something as simple as doing five air squats before you go out the door to work. Something that generally will take less than a minute is always a good thing because you really do don't have a good excuse not to do something for one minute. And once you've done this regularly, every day, for perhaps a week or two in a row, you'll find that, well, actually, I don't mind doing this and I want to do something more than this. And that's where you can really start to build. From. If we try to bite off more than we can chew, you know, which we often see in January when people all sign up to gyms and say, you know, they're going to get a personal trainer and all these other things, Um, it's usually not sustainable. And I'm all about long-term growth. I'm all about what you could say is compound interest. So once you've done this habit once a day for several weeks, you can really start to jazz it up, you know, maybe walk around a couple of blocks instead of to the end of the street. And before you know it, you're actually doing the 30 minutes of exercise, and you're reaping the benefits of it. Not just the physical benefits, but also the psychological benefits. This could mean feeling more energy during the day, sleeping better at night, having less anxiety, and a feeling of accomplishment. These are all really important things, especially if you can develop this into a daily habit. So this week, I'd encourage people to try something if they don't already have an established exercise habit, and it's something that's really simple. Perhaps it could be one push-up before you go to bed, or five air squats, or walking down to the end of your block and back. It needs to be something preferably that takes less than five minutes, and it's something that you should be able to do every day. It can also be helpful to tack it on to a certain activity that you tend to do at another time of day. So, for example, if you're leaving to go to work, as I said, do five air squats. You know, when you come home from work, perhaps you can just do one push-up. The idea is more that you're doing something and that there's an intent there to do something for yourself rather than the activity itself. And at the end of the week, you can let yourself know or see how you feel. Perhaps it hasn't made much of a difference, but it might be the first time that you've taken a proactive step for yourself in a long time. A big problem that holds people back from doing any form of movement or exercise is pain and in particular chronic pain. This could be a sore back that was from a work injury or a dodgy knee or you know, a sore shoulder from lifting up your kids all day. The important thing about this kind of pain is that we need to distinguish between acute pain, where there's actually danger from doing something through the pain, and chronic pain, which is more a signal from the muscle to the brain uh, out of probable fear and hypersensitization. That's where the, the muscle and the nerves are responding incorrectly to what the actual stimulus is. We'll talk a bit more about this perhaps in a later podcast, but I thought I'd just emphasize that because it is a very common issue. So for today, instead of our usual guided meditation, I'm actually going to get you to do a bit of mindful movement. Uh, So if you're driving, obviously you can't do this, but otherwise I'd like you to stand up and bring yourself towards a wall And have your heels against the wall and also the surface of your back against the wall and i'd like your feet to be about hip width apart and have a look at your feet right now notice if one of the feet is turned out a little bit more than the other see if you can bring both of your feet facing forwards at a 12 o'clock position notice if more weight is in one foot compared to the other And if that's the case, try and balance that out. Now I want you to push down through the balls of your feet, up through your shins, and lift your kneecaps up. Very good. You'll feel a, a rising sensation through your lower limbs, into your pelvic floor and your hips. At this point, what are we doing with our hands? I'd like you to let your hands drop by your side and have the pinkies touching the back wall behind you. This is going to open up your chest and let your collarbones start to widen from the center out to your shoulders. Just notice how your body feels in this position. Your feet aligned at 12 o'clock. The weight in the balls of your feet pushing through your lower limbs up into your hips. And then your shoulders expanding from the left side to the right side and vice versa. And we're going to add in a little bit of movement now. I'd like you to slowly raise your arms in front of you until they're at 90 degrees, perpendicular. At this point, your pinkies are gonna be facing the floor and your thumbs are gonna be facing the roof. Notice if your back has come off the wall, try to bring that back towards the wall so that your hips and your shoulders are aligned on top of each other. Keep that pressure in your feet and that lifting sensation through the knees. Now, if you've got shoulder injuries, this is probably where you're gonna keep things. But if you don't, keep lifting your arms up overhead until your thumbs are now touching the wall behind you. See if you can straighten your elbows out. This can be quite strong. And your ears are gonna be next to your biceps. Take a slow, deep breath into your lower ribs now. They should be able to expand more easily. Notice where your feet are at. Continue to press through the balls of your feet and lift your kneecaps. Let that energy from the feet transfer all the way through your knees, your hips, your trunk, through your shoulders up into your hands okay slowly let your arms come back down again to their original position and then step away from the wall I hope you learned something from that exercise and that you might even try that again in the future In fact, it could be the thing that you do once a day if you wanted to give it a go. So to summarize, today's episode was about movement and in particular about starting small and get into something that is a regular habit that you enjoy and that will enrich all other aspects of your life. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the More Than Medicine podcast and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye for now. The More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chuck.